Are you a kiddo who dreams? Kinky dreams? Dreams of wearing pants like the ones you grew up with? Well, golly gee, dream no more. Kinky Dreams specializes in printing cute vintage designs of diaper prints, superheroes, and cartoon characters on adult diapers. These handcrafted pants will leave you feeling your full baby fantasy. If you want to get your grabby hands on one of these one-of-a-kind diapers, make sure to use promo code PLAYTIME for 10% off all Kinky Dreams products. Kinky Dreams, making your little dreams come true. Hello, 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 and welcome to Newsies Nook, a podcast where you can sit and relax while I try not to wet my pants. I am your host, Newsy Baby. This week in Newsies Nook, I want to talk about rave safety. This year, my boyfriend and I will be going to EDC in Las Vegas. It's our first time going, and after talking to a couple rave babies, expressing my ABDL side probably won't be as shocking as one might think. You may remember from my conversation with Kurtz McGirtz and Enoch that rave culture and diaper culture have a lot of crossover. So this week, I thought to best prepare myself for EDC, I would bring my friend Enoch to talk about what you need to know before you go to a rave or a music festival, what you should expect if you decide to go padded, and we go over a topic that doesn't get talked about a lot, how to stay safe if you decide to do drugs. Well, thank you, Enoch, for coming to Newsy's Nook. Thank you for having me again. I'm very happy to be here. I'm very excited to have you, especially since I'm going to EDC in a couple weeks and I feel like I need all the safety tips because I am a baby and I feel like I'm just going to hurt myself. (laughs) So I've been researching and stuff. Let's start with, I've heard EDC has horrible cell service, but you should have a buddy system. Let's go over like what's a good buddy system to have when you go to a rave or when you go to like a festival. Yeah, I mean... It's it's so crazy because self-service is almost non-existent no matter which festival you end up going to because there's so many people in the area. It's Everyone's service ends up just being complete crap. And any plan you might have had to meet up with somebody kind of goes to the shit once you're not able to communicate with them. And, um, you know, you'll get a message not sent uh, notification and, you know, you you get the response but it's late so it's uh you really don't want to depend on any kind of cell service while you're there i definitely um recommend planning ahead um if you really do truly want to meet up with someone um and this kind of involves like saying um hey i'm gonna be at this stage at this specific location of the stage at this time for this set and um even then, um, if you're trying to meet up with someone, you definitely um, don't have your heart set on it. Um, I would recommend. It's so sad. I, I mean, like, here's the thing. It's I mean, especially at EDC. It's one of the biggest raves. And, and let me tell you, I've gone to smaller raves and had such a tro- uh, issue trying to meet up with someone. So I would definitely say don't have your heart set on it. it you got to you have to be OK with the idea. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And that's OK. Because the last thing you want to do is spend the whole entire set or a good portion of the day trying to find your friend. And then you're just kind of like, what if you never find them? Then you just spent your day just kind of, um, you know, trying to find somebody that you never found. And right. Not enjoying yourself or anything. Yeah. And then think about the person with you, too. I mean, they're like, who is this person that my friend's trying to meet, you know? Right. Why aren't they spending time with me? Yeah, no, I know there's a <laughs> there's there's a few diaper boys that I know are going. Um, 
yeah. they're staying on the strip. I believe they're like doing like an Airbnb thing and they're like, you should come hang out with us. And I'm just, and I've heard the same thing, like trying to meet up with people is just so hard. And so I'm like, well, maybe, maybe we can like meet up like beforehand or after, not afterwards at 7 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something along those lines. But yeah, no, I've heard horror stories of like you would text someone saying like, I'm at this stage. And then you get it like three hours later and you're like, where are you <laughs> yeah and that's the horrible thing thing uh finding out that your friend was looking for you the whole time i definitely think that's a great idea um meeting up before beforehand and kind of going from there and then saying like okay we're gonna go um do our own thing for a while but at least having been able to meet up with someone um in the middle of the festival especially in the middle of the day when everybody's there just even if you you know the person sticks out of a crowd just imagine trying to find them it's like playing a game of where's waldo essentially Right, but everyone's just high and there's loud music. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Uh, let's go over fashion. Fashion functioning. You know, so many people like wear so many cool things. I've seen your pictures. You kind of like go with your pup hood and pup muzzle. And like I've seen you like wear a diaper and stuff. Like what, what can you wear to raves? What can't you wear to raves? And what should you definitely wear? Oh, that's like shoes question. and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that goes into that because um, if I would say anything, what you definitely should not be wearing is your everyday clothes because this is a rave, you know, there, there is, there is some like a kind of standard of what you should be wearing. I mean, there's a standard rave gear where people like wear like maybe a tank top, a, a bandana, some shorts and yeah, that's cool. That's fine. But I see this as a moment to really have fun and really go out all, all out with it and really represent yourself and your individual style. Um, you know, there's, there's like um, a different, definitely like a rave style, like a rave gear style that um, people wear, but you really can, uh, you really can wear anything. And um, I could go into a little deeper in that because um, you definitely don't want to wear anything. That's not going to be comfortable. You definitely mm -hmm. want to find a good balance of, fashionable and functional if you know what i mean right so like comfortable clothes maybe like not a giant you know cape or anything hey there's nothing wrong with a giant cape i'm i wouldn't count that out but um yeah definitely comfortable clothes um i personally always try to make mine my outfit like a little bit sporty something that like i can definitely like um, lay on the ground because there's going to be times you just want to lay on the ground, you know, you, you get tired, but um, I definitely, you do, you, you mentioned um, wearing comfortable shoes and like, that's always something you want to do. And if you're going to a festival like EDC, you want to make sure it's something comfortable that you're going to stand, walk around in, but make sure it's something you could also dance into because you don't want to miss out on all the dancing that goes on. What's like the most extravagant get up that you wore to a rave or a festival? <sighs> that's a tough one i've i've worn so many things um uh, i think way back when when i first started raving um i think i i think it was a halloween rave i ended up making like a are you familiar with mortal kombat oh yeah a little bit so um there's the red ninja his name is ermac mm -hmm. um i made his outfit from scratch um oh. for that one it was so fucking cool i tried selling it for like 200 dollars, and nobody bought it <laughs> i think it's hanging in a closet in my parents house no <laughs> yeah but it was so cool like it was like 
hand done and everything. Um, but um, my my outfits have varied over the years. And like you said, like I, I currently go uh, in my pup gear. I started going as a uh, rave dog for like the past year and a half. And it's been the most fun I've had because um, you're just so anonymous, but everyone just kind of loves your outfit. Like it, it, because you stick out because there's not, not many pups. There's some pups that go out, but like when you're a pup at a, at a rave, it just kind of like it blends in and sticks out at the same time. And it's, it's just a blast. It's a fun time. Um, so I have to ask. So I recently yeah. went to diaper active with my new um, color block muzzle. Yeah. And I saw. I, and I don't know if you can tell, but my voice is dying because the whole <laughs> night I felt like I was screaming. You can't talk in a pup muzzle, but you I guess if you're at a, I guess <laughs> when you're at a rave, you're not really talking. I don't know. I just I, like mm -hmm. I felt I, like I was adjusting it the whole time. Did do you ever feel like that when you're wearing your hood or muzzle out? You're just like, uh, adjusting it the whole time. When I wear, because I have a muzzle, and I, when I wear the muzzle, I feel myself adjusting it a lot personally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, when when I, when I wear my full hood, I don't feel like I'm adjusting it. Uh -huh. um, that one, I feel like it's more, um, it kind of just sits on my head while the other one's kind of like a strap. Um, it, it, and, you know, and it really depends on which pup hood you have, because I know some of them kind of restrict your voice a bit more than others. Um, the one I have personally, it's a bit more open. So like I could speak fine and, you know, the, the mouth moves with the, with my, my speech and it's, it's, it's cute and, and and whatnot but um Aww. yeah I, I i like it but like um you definitely have to get some use getting used to but i mean you're at diaper active like a bar that's a tiny little bar that's backed with more people than this is probably legally allowed to have oh so yeah i could I, I could definitely um understand you trying to have uh issues with speech so uh i'm so sorry for your voice i hope i hope it recovers from that no, I now I have like this sexy growl going on. Um, oh yeah. Any, so like, how do you how do you incorporate a diaper into rave? Because I've had you on before. We've talked about how rave culture and diaper diaper culture go hand in hand. So, do you go in just a diaper? Do you do you put it like underneath your clothing? Like, what do you do? Oh man, when I go padded. See, um, I don't go padded as often as I used to. When I first started raving, I would go padded all the time. And I just got such a blast out of it. I love being padded the rave. And um, when I would, I definitely went in, in padding already. I tried not to wet it and maybe like use the porta potty before once I get into the, you know, the festival. But, um, you know, try to make it last as long as I could. Mm -hmm. But um, I definitely wear one in and I would bring one with me in my bag. Um, but there's a few things you should know about this because, you know, if you've never done this before, especially if you've never been to a rave before, um, uh, there's some things you might want to be aware of. Uh, one being the fact that you will be searched going through. Um, mm -hmm. Most any any festival, especially I know for a fact that all the insomniac and festivals, um, the company that runs uh, EDC, they they do a bag search, a bag search, and then they do um, they pad you down. So oh, okay, yeah. So expect that. And um, it's yeah, I've had some interesting moments um, with the the pat down because I felt that most every single time that I've been padded down while being padded, they the moment they feel the diaper, 
they stop and they let you go. They do not want to fuck with that for the most part. Oh, like they know what it is. They like, well, they, I mean, they figure it out. Like they feel, they feel it. They feel something in a certain area. They kind of have an idea and they're like, nope, don't want to touch that. But I, I don't get me wrong. I did have one, one person who did kind of like get a little suspicious, but then they realized it was a diaper. They, they kind of like, okay, you can go. Um, but um, the bag searches, it, that one is a hit or miss. Cause let me tell you, I've, I've told this story um, on my Twitch stream one time. Um, I usually, for the most part, whenever I would bring an extra uh, diaper inside my bag, when they would uh, search my bag, they'd open it, they'd see it, and it, it's like the same thing. They would just kind of like, oh, nope, put in that back, you're good, bye, and I'd move on. Um, I did have one specific event that was very different. Like really embarrassing? I mean, if you were into humiliation, you might have got like the biggest kick out of it. But ooh, I want to hear <laughs> what is the <this> story. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so you know they this this one time they um it was this 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 woman she was she she got my bag to check it she opened it up she got the diaper she took it out <gasps> she op- she opened it all up on the table for everyone around me to see it was the most humiliating thing and And there's uh, just lines and there's just a line of people staring at this all while yeah my god i would have been deep red yeah and then she she checked it she fold you know i was gonna say that she folded but she didn't i actually remember she did not fold it she just scooted it crumpled it it in well she she didn't even put it back she scooted it all along said here here you go and then had me continue on like like for me to put it back into the bag myself that's kind of rude. It was the most rude thing. Just, you know, she's probably like checking to see if there's anything that I'm smoking in there. But like at the very least, the one moment is you see you're in the wrong, like own up to your own shit and, you know, not be not be a fucking asshole. I mean, right. Yeah. At yeah. least at least she could. Right. She had every right to check it. But at least she could have like folded it up or tried to fold it up or ask Nothing. you like, oh, I don't know how to fold this back up. Could would you could you please? You know, Nothing. None of that. Wow. Yeah, I know. And, you know, it's I'm luckily I have thick skin. I was able to get over it and move on. And like, I didn't let it bother me. But like, if there was somebody that was really sensitive to that kind of thing, like that's that's truly fucked. It's in no nobody should have to go through that. And that's why I'm glad I have this opportunity to let anybody know who's considering going padded to the rave. Expect that this is a possibility. You know, this necessarily will not happen to you, but it can right you just have to be ready for anything so do you, i mean yeah do you recommend going there padded or do you recommend like bringing some and then finding like a porta potty go padded and bring a spare at the very least um because you i don't know about you but my padding is not the not the thin padding i i bring you know a very absorbent diaper when i do and you're like, that I got takes- the Mega Maxes with the stuffers in them. <laughs> and yeah, I'm waddling, and it, it, ad- waddling to each stage. Essentially. And if, you know, that, that takes a lot of space in your bag. So, I mean, depending on your diaper, you should be good with bringing one with you and bringing a spare. And if you're very particular about your, your, your taping, I don't know if you've ever tried, uh, you know, putting on a diaper, standing up, but imagine doing that in a porta potty 
just take a moment and just imagine it. it smells like shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, depending on what time of the day you go and do it too, you don't, I don't know how those, Oh the, my you God. Know, th- those walls are going to be, you know? Right. Oh God. Yeah. Leaning up against the wall. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, that's a horrible idea. Yeah. It's, you, you almost yeah. have to bring like porta potty clothes. Like these are the clothes I'm going to wear when I go <laughs> into the porta potty so I don't get <laughs> things on my clothing. All right. So we just, I'm in the porta potty and I changed my diaper. Do I find a trash can to put it in? Do I bring like a plastic bag and put like the used diaper in a plastic bag? Where do I put this used diaper? That's so funny you mentioned this. You know, I was just having this conversation with uh, a few other ABDLs because um, <laughs> we were talking about how there's some people that will legit just take their uh, their you know their folded up used diaper and just you know toss it down the, the porta potty like <gasps> in the inside and what what a what a bitch it is for the person who has to clean those out. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, not saying I recommend that because that's kind of fucked <laughs> it really is a, just a little bit just a tad i mean you want to be a good abdl and kind of clean up after yourself and uh not leave such a mark that you're already leaving using you know plastic back diapers but that's a story for well, that's a conversation for another podcast right uh, <laughs> but here's the thing um i'm not telling you what you should do and what you shouldn't do um there are people that do that and that that's the easy way out um i definitely think in my personal opinion, I think you should take care of yourself. Um, maybe think ahead and bring a, a plastic, not see, not transparent bag with you that you can put your diaper in and then take that. Because usually at the porta potties, there are trash cans all over the place. And usually there will be one right outside of your porta potty. So you could just put in bag, drop it out. And if you're bold and you don't give a shit, don't even bring the plastic bag. Just you know, throw it out and with every for everyone to see. But um, just walk out with your giant ass mess, not messy diaper. I'm so sorry, uh, soggy diaper. <laughs> yeah, your your mega filled Mega Max. Just there you hold, go. Hold it up high above your head for everyone to see, and just slam dunk it into the um into the trash can. <laughs> that exactly. J- just like that. That's how you have to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, be a proud diaper boy. No fucks, no shits. Just like that just just all wets yes all wets no mess or or mess i don't care do your thing i don't know i don't know if you could mess it like i feel like that would be a messy situation like you're already in this porta potty that smells like shit and you don't want to touch the walls the last thing i wanted like think about <laughs> is like let me wipe this up oh shit i didn't bring wipes <laughs> i mean anything's possible but I mean, at a rave, would I personally do it? No, I'm not a big messer myself. Um, if that's your thing, maybe you want to be messy at a rave. Sometimes you don't have a choice, and it's like, oops, it's you know, oopsies, you know, made a messy. Now I gotta, <laughs> now I gotta go good take care of that. But um, yeah, you're definitely gonna have a harder time, especially you know, changing in a porta potty is tough as it is. But um, you know. Make smart decisions, um, you know, be wise about what you're doing and expect, expect what's expected if you decide to go that route. Right. So now I'm curious because I know EDC is 12 hour days, right? Yeah. 12 hour days. Yeah. Yeah. You get there at seven and then you leave at 7 a.m. or you try to leave at 7 a.m. Drag your body out. 
Um, so like, does one diaper last you 12 hours? Does two diapers last you 12 hours? If you're staying hydrated, like you should, I mean, in you definitely should. So uh, that's the other thing. Make sure you bring a fucking, um, like, uh, a hydro pack because, um, you're oh, going right. to, yeah, you're going to want water with you. Like, do not make the rookie mistake of going without water. In personally, I don't even think a water bottle is enough. Bring a backpack that can hold water with you and make sure you fill that shit up right away because, you know, you don't want to be in the middle of a crowd without water. But um, that's besides the point. If you're staying hydrated like you should with the hydro pack that I recommended, you should, you, sh- you will probably need more than one diaper. Um, and uh, I've had some friends, ABDL friends that have also gotten padded at a rave. And what they also recommend is um, using the diaper when you need it. Not, not just willy nilly. Cause um, you might not want to, you know, change immediately or, you know, say if you're staying hydrated, you're going to be, you're going to be soaking up that thing so quickly. Um, so what some friends do is they, um, if they have access to a porta potty, they will use it. And they save the diaper for when, say, they're in the middle of a crowd. Um, if you enjoy getting in the middle of a crowd during a set um, and using it there. Um, but because, um, you know, as much as a Mega Max can hold, sometimes it's just not enough. And I'm a super soaker. So things go super quick. And you don't sometimes, uh, you know, the one you have on and the one you bring with you just might not be enough. Uh, so, you know, just kind of uh, know your body, know how much you wet and uh, when you're staying hydrated, of course, and uh, kind of prepare for that. I never thought about that. Yeah. Use the porta potty when you can save it when you can't. Yeah. Cause there are, there's, you're right. There are going to be times where like, you'll be in the middle of a, of a, of a pit or in, like in the, the sea of people. And you're like, thank God I'm wearing a diaper. Yeah. I mean, we're the, we're the lucky ones among the, the sea of uh, people that are not ABDL. And uh, I've had some vanilla friends um, say they're some vanilla friends who knew that I was padded um, say they're very, uh, very jealous of my diaper when it, I happen to have it. So, you know, it comes in, comes in handy, comes in clutch. Can you go in just a diaper or is it recommended to wear shorts over it? I know that's completely left field, but it just popped into my head. What a left field question. Um <laughs> Oh man. Okay. That's one of those, um, those, that's an opinion piece right there. Um, you can, you can go in most anything as long as you're not going in your birthday suit, to be honest, it's a rave and people go in con- all kinds of things. Um, it really depends on your, um, like comfortability, comfortability level, like how you want to go about that. Um, because I've known some people have gone in like full little gear and like, that's not against the rules or anything. Um, you definitely want to read that rule list before you go in. Cause usually they have a list of rules of things you can and cannot bring. Um, a diaper is not on there. You could definitely go in a diaper. You definitely can go in just a diaper. Um, you just gotta, um, be prepared for, um, you know, the vanillas and how they're going to see you because, um, that's the, that's the unfortunate fate of our kink. It's, uh, it is still considered taboo. Um, but you'll definitely find a lot of people who really just don't give a shit. You really won't. And um, some mo- the most majority of people at the raves, like they're some of the most loving people and like pe- they know it's a rave. And um, the, for the people that have been going or are normal rave goers, like they know it, they get it. 
and you know it's a diaper who gives a shit um right it's, it's really just how comfortable will you be and like that kind of goes back to what i was saying earlier just make sure you're, you're going and dressing comfortably um and if you have any going in just a diaper maybe rent out a locker and put a sweater in there because it's desert and it might just get cold at night you never know yeah i was gonna ask like if i wore a onesie is that too much clothing not enough clothing <laughs> like i don't i i like for some reason in my head i'm thinking like okay it's gonna be really hot but then i'm also like but it's also like in the middle of a desert so it's also really cold yeah it it can get very cold at night um i know i've been to many raves where i was fine in the day and you know sometimes we you, you dress a little slutty you know you have a lot of the clothes off and then you get, you know, you get those slut shivers, like shivers at the end of the night when you're, you're holding your arms because you decided to go a little revealing, but, um, <laughs> just, um, is that another tip? Like pack a little, yeah. pack a little sweater or something. I would definitely try to try to get a locker. And sometimes, you know, those third dirty, sometimes they're $30, $30 lockers are, um, you know, worth it when you have a little sweater tucked in there, because you might just need a costume change and, you really got to prepare, be prepared for that because there's there is one time I left I left the rave because I could not handle the cold weather and I'm 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 a sensitive boy I get um, sensitivity to that cold weather so um, know yourself and really be prepared for that kind of thing because that water weather weather is not always consistent especially in out in this this area right so spending money on the on the locker might be worth it at the end of the day yeah you might just be very grateful you did so like i know when a lot of people complain about like when they go to disneyland and stuff about chafing did you ever deal with chafing padded <laughs> at raves and festivals yeah <laughs> i was actually yeah i definitely wanted to touch on that because um i do have remember this one particular moment i was wearing a very very much a plastic diaper and it was like you know it was a, one of the thicker ones and um I had chafing so bad from just literally just walking and it like it cut ended up like 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 op cutting open skin like <gasps> on my inner thigh oh, and shoot. I had I had to go to the medical tent and then ask them for like if they have any kind of like ointment for like a rash and right, or like bandages to like stop with the chafing. And of course they asked me why, <laughs> like, well, I told them, like, I, I legit said, I have a rash down here. I'm chafing. Can I please get something? And luckily that's the thing, you know, the good thing about these raves, there's, there's a medical tent that you can pretty much get most anything you need medically uh, from mm -hmm. for free. Um, they'll, they'll ask for like your name and sign in and all that crap. But, um, you know, they, they'll, they, they are a resource to go to if you need to. So um, yes, you, you can. And, you know, depending like, on you know the conditions of the day you know say if it's hot and you're sweaty you're definitely gonna like start chafing um be prepared for that uh there was one time i ended i before i went to my next rave i ended up getting you know those really big square bandages i just put them in my inner thigh where my oh, yeah, rub yeah, yeah. so that way like i'm i'm not chafing down there and it's just like I, you know all the extremes you go to to be like a diaper boy at a rave essentially Oh my gosh, I'm a hairy boy. I feel like that would hurt taking that off at the end of the night. <laughs> Maybe, possibly. Um, but, you know, if you're going to do that, like if you're going to go padded to a rave, maybe consider wearing a cloth diaper. I hear like the Lion 
I was going to call them the Lion Kings. The Little Kings are very popular right now. Ooh, yeah. Oh, shoot. I'm like out. Oops. They're very high demand. They're, yes, they're in very high demand. And I just kept wearing, I got a pack and I just like kept wearing them like a drug addict. But <laughs> shoot. Okay. That's a, no, that's a really good suggestion. A cloth back diaper to a rave because of, because of chafing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sweating maybe too. Sweating, walking yeah. around, all that stuff. So oh, like, wait, ha- could we, before we continue, uh-huh. can I, can I, um, cause we were on the topic of, um, like, um, going through like bag check and everything oh yeah Um, yeah yeah. one thing i do want to like say is um i don't know if you were planning on bringing uh, a pacifier to the rave you know what the last time we talked um kurtz mcgertz was like you should totally bring a pacifier because it just blends well in with raves yeah so are you are you saying the same thing bring a pacifier yeah definitely bring a pacifier but um there's a few things you should know. Oh God, what um, should I know? Yeah, no. Okay, so I don't know if if you know, but what pacifiers are usually associated with at the raves are um, drug use. Mm-hmm. So bringing a pacifier is legitimately in the rule the their stated rules of things do not bring. Um, so oh, so don't bring a pacifier. Not necessarily. I wouldn't say don't bring a pacifier. I just, I'd say be aware that this is a rule that they say not to bring a pacifier. Um, Because if you try to bring it through bag check and they find your pacifier either on your person or in your bag, they will throw that shit away. Oh, so you kind of like have to hide it a little bit. Yes, you definitely do. Um, But here's the thing. Once you're in, once you're inside, they don't care they don't do anything the cops might be a little suspicious of you like say you're past because there are cops at a rave um if you like say you pass by them they might kind of look at you they won't like go after you or anything but it may you know, say the combination of you sucking on a pacifier you acting a little loopy they might have your eyes on you but um everybody wears their pacifier once they get inside the rave you know those that bring it mm-hmm. um if you're are trying to bring a pacifier um my suggestion is because you you know you can disassemble your pacifier most you know most pacifiers that i'm aware of you can disassemble it i would disassemble it and i would tuck the pieces away where they cannot be found because especially if they find anything that looks like a piece of, i've had it where they i got bag checked with a disassembled pacifier in it and they found the pieces and they knew exactly what they what it was and they threw it away i mean that that was a i think i had just bought that passy and it was brand spanking new and i was just like my passy no and my passy no yeah oh my just, gosh i never realized wow yeah. that's a good piece of advice yeah i mean but if having a pacifier and if you happen to be um doing drugs you're gonna want that pacifier it's a good thing to have well, let's open this door because I feel like it's a topic that does not get talked about a whole lot, especially like in schools. And we talked about this before we started recording of how, you know, we don't talk about drug use in a conventional way. We talk about it in a very bad way. And because of that, I feel like there's a lot of misuses with drugs. So let's start off with an easy question. What drugs could you expect at a right at a rave? Well, I think on the the base level, 
you definitely find weed there. I mean, you might not find people selling it, but um, definitely people smoking it. Um, mm-hmm. I have, when I think of um, the smell of like weed, uh, one of the things that does come to mind is raves because you definitely will smell weed there and people will be smoking. Um, but um, the most common one that you'll find is uh, ecstasy or molly. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the main one. You, you might find people doing uh, acid and uh, shrooms. And um, I, not that I have any experience with it, because I definitely don't. I definitely do not recommend it. You, but you, you definitely might run into uh, a few people doing meth there. Um, my recommendation is definitely stay away from that. Do not do meth. Um, <laughs> don't do meth, kids. Yeah, it's, it's real advice. Um, not saying anybody will, but it's something you definitely do not want to do. But um, the most common one you definitely will find um, is uh, ecstasy. So when you do these drugs, and I'm not condoning, you know, go to rave, do drugs, but if you do do these drugs, what is like one piece of advice that you're like, if you're going to do drugs, do this too? Um, Well, I'm guessing stay hydrated, right? (laughs) Yes. um, Staying hydrated is number one, um, maybe number one. Point five, um, because here there's a two there's two things to that because there's definitely another rule that's very just as important but um, definitely yes stay hydrated because um, if you do happen to be doing those drugs um, you're, it's gonna soak up your hydration so fast and especially on a hot day in the middle of the desert you're gonna um, your body is gonna need a lot of water um, but the you know one of the biggest things you need to know about doing um, ecstasy is and you'll you'll hear it a lot um around the festival uh, not you won't guarantee it will not guaranteed you will hear it but um if you go to festivals often you definitely have heard this phrase before um is uh you can always take more but you can't take less and what that mm-hmm. means is you can you can always take say an- another half of a pill or you can take um another pill but the thing is if you just take two the you know the first get you can't untake pills because it's already in your system. And you, what you hear a lot about at the raves is not only drug use, but people um, being hospitalized and uh, at sometimes dying um, due to the drug use, which is very serious. And it's, it's really no laughing matter. Um, and it's really unfortunate because this is supposed to be a really like happy time. And it's really sad how often you will kind of see it, even if you're at the raves, it, it's usually guaranteed at least one time. And especially if you're going to EDC that you're going to see one person like being carried out or like medical services kind of like going through like a crowd because somebody like OD'd. Um, so it's really useful information to know that it, if you have never done ecstasy, um, you should really uh, very much be careful. Not that you should be afraid because um, it's a really, it's a drug that's going to make you feel really good. Um, mm-hmm. But you should definitely test how much you can take because your friend might be doing one pill, a full, like a full pill, or maybe even two pills. Um, and if you've never done this drug, um, well, first off, I'd recommend doing it in a safe location, like at your home. Because maybe you not wanna, EDC at first. Maybe not for your first time for EDC because you want to know how you're going to react um, because you might not even like it. Not saying you won't, but you, not saying you will not, but you might not even like it or your body just might not react well to it. Um, so definitely try it out in a safe environment, like at home first. Um, but 
if you're like at the rave and you happen to be in the you know the hold of some pills um i would say start off with a half give it at least an hour to see how it reacts because that's usually how long it takes and um if you're definitely if you're not even feeling anything um you know after maybe two once you hit that two hour mark you're not really feeling anything i think you're at a safe point to maybe say take the other half and if you've never done this before one should be fine it really should and it'll last you about maybe two to three hours and you're gonna have the best time of your life and everyone's gonna uh be dancing around to the music and just you're gonna feel like um you know you're in pure bliss nice yeah. But again, we're not advocating for drug use. We're just um, saying no. the safety of it. Because here's the thing, like, you know, you're right. We don't don't talk about this. And it's really important to kind of know these things because you don't want to end up in a bad situation, though. A lot of the times it's like it's inevitable. Some you, you know, people end up doing this regardless of it being something that's not talked about or is illegal. Right. And they make d- dumb decisions. Like, you, you know, you'll, you'll be drunk and you'll be like, Oh, do you want a pill? And then be like, sure, I'll take two. And it's like, Whoa, hold up. Yeah. And it's just like that. Like you said, like, if you happen to be drinking as well, be very careful because um, alcohol and uh, pills are not something that I would recommend mixing. If you're an experienced drug user, you might be fine, like taking like a drink or two, but like do not get fucked up on alcohol and then do a pill because you are just asking for a bad time. Yeah, you don't want that. You spend all that money to get there. Yeah, no, totally. You don't want to end, end the party early in an emergency room where you're probably paying just as much, if not more. Right. I wrote down this other question, but I don't know if it fits with the vibe we're going for. But one of the things I was going to ask you was... Um, you know, last year they had the big Astro World tragedy where nine people died and there's a whole bunch of crowds. And I know that's now kind of a thing that's plaguing festivals right now is, you know, you have all these people mm-hmm. and if you can't rile them, you know, things could happen. How do you deal with huge crowds? Because I'm short. Like I <laughs> I will this is a prime example of like I would get trampled on in like a situation like that because I'm I'm short. Yeah. Well, here's the thing with crowds. Um I've been raving for a long time. I've been raving since 2014. So I'm familiar. I think I've been in just kind of every situation when it comes to the crowd. Uh, very less often will I be at the very front, which you're most definitely going to get smushed. Um, towards the end of the night, towards later in the night, you the, the crowds will definitely get bigger. So if you want to be, say, like closer to the stage, try to do that as early as you can when less people are there. Um, because I personally recommend not really fucking with the crowds uh, once it starts getting packed, because when you're tight packed into a crowd not only are you going to have trouble seeing you're going to have trouble moving um dancing and if you're claustrophobic it's not going to be a good time um you'll be able to find pockets um of uh spaces to dance in sometimes inside the crowds you have to really find them um and you know the people that you're around really changes how the you know the vibe is so like sometimes you'll be around some really uh not so fun people to kind of dance around. And sometimes you'll be in a crowd where maybe there'll be a space where people are dancing and the vibe is really awesome. But um, I personally recommend finding a good pocket uh, towards the back of the crowd where there's more space to 
move around or say you want to leave the set, you can, because if you're deep in there, it's not the, it's not the most fun thing. And just like you said, like a situation like Astral World, um, that's you're, that'd be basically in a situation where you're inside the crowd, where it's really hard to kind of even not only move around, but get out of it. Um, you know, sometimes you have to go, go along with a line of people that are leaving just to get out and it's not the most fun time. Um, so be somewhere where you're going to be comfortable in the crowd and really be able to dance. Cause if you're at EDC, you should be dancing and um, that will probably be your best bet. I like that. Find, you don't have to, you don't have to be at the front of the crowd to have a good time. Like no. stick towards the back, find like a group of people that you're vibing with. Yeah. No, totally. All right. And then last question, you know, candy is a big part of rave culture. And then there's the phrase plur. What does it stand for? And what do you do if someone comes up to you? Uh, so um, you might, if you are wearing candy and I definitely recommend you make some candy. Um, and if, if for you guys that are not familiar with candy, it's K it's with a K with K K A N D I. Mm -hmm. um, they're eventually like uh, little bracelets with charms on them. Um, it's a very much standard in rave culture to uh, wear candy and trade candy. Um, and it's unfortunately, it is something that has been dying out over the years. So I definitely recommend you go with some and keep the tradition going. Um, but if you have uh, this, these candy bracelets on, you might get someone to come, come up to you or say you really vibe with somebody like, and know, like, you know, you really appreciate that moment that you kind of like, say you met this new person and like, you really had a good, good moment with them. You might want to trade candy as just kind of like, say like, Hey, like, I really enjoyed like hanging out with you before we go, let's trade. Or sometimes people just come up to you and it's like, I like your candy. Let's trade because you know, people, tr people like go there sometimes, you know, with all this, they make some extravagant uh, candy just to trade. Um, so it might happen, especially if you happen to be wearing, wearing it. Uh, but someone might come up to you. Um, they'll, they'll make like a peace sign with their fingers and then um, that was, they might not even say anything. They might just make the peace sign with their fingers and they like just kind of hold it up in front of you. And that means that they want to trade because um, when, when you trade, uh, you basically kind of do like, it's like a little hand ritual, you see? Right. And yeah. it's, yeah. So it's like uh, plur. So like the P in plur stands for peace. So they, they make a peace sign and you guys connect your, your peace fingers mm -hmm. for the P and then, um, the L stands for love. So you like with both of your hands, you like connect together to make like a heart. And then right. um, the U stands for mm -hmm. unity. Um, so when you do unity, you put all five fingers, like, like holding out like a high five, but you put all your fingers together, right? Your, your fingers are like interwoven. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's, that's when the R for respect comes in. And then from your finger, your fingertips touching, they, you, you guys like hold hands and keep your hands connected and then one, one person at a time, like kind of like pulls their, their candy through their hands and then onto the other wrist. And then the other person does the same. And then you end with a hug. And that's, that's basically the plural rituals. If you, if you ever happen to uh, trade candy at a festival. Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. Well, thank you, Enoch, for coming to Newsy's Nook and getting me ready for EDC. You're going to have a blast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Ha. 
It's no secret that I'm a mega soaker. Sometimes I just put on a diaper, drink a little water, and bam, I'm leaking all over the place. And I'm left thinking, is it me? Am I the soaker? And then I found North Shore's Mega Maxes. Have you seen them? They say they can last up to 12 hours. 12 hours, I know! And they come in a variety of colors like white, pink, tie-dye, and blue. My favorites is blue. And the best part is it's anti-odor, so I can be my little stinker self all I want. If you want to get your grabby hands on them, just look in the show notes of this episode. I got you. It's like what North Shore always says, be dry, be confident, be you. I need to start picking out my rave outfits for EDC. If you're going to EDC, please message me. I would love to attempt to meet up. All right, kiddos, before I go, if you have a topic or a question you want me to explore, or if you just want to show off your soggy pamps, feel free to message me on Instagram and Twitter. It is NewsyBaby on both platforms. All right, kiddos, I am leaking all over the floor. I gotta go change. See ya. Bye. how to read i don't know how to read but i heard playtime has a new bi-weekly online kink magazine it's called play zine yeah i heard if i knew how to read i could read about different fetish lifestyles events entertainment and news i guess i gotta go to the playtime website to practice my reading skills